Praise the Lord. He's a miracle walking God. He's a miracle walking God. He's the Alpha and Omega. He's a miracle walking God. Praise the Lord. He has done it for mommy. He has done it for our sisters. He will do your own tonight. Because he is not a partial God, he is a faithful God. And you will not go back empty-handed. Praise the Lord. Let's just thank the Lord for these great things. Father, we want to thank you because we have clearly seen your hand manifested in our lives. Lord, you have fought mighty battles on our behalf. Indeed, when the enemy came like a flood, your spirit has lifted the standard against them, and you have brought all their thoughts to nothing. Blessed be your holy name. We thank you because you opened a way where there is no way. Even, Lord, when all hope is lost, Father, you are the God that shows up. And so, Lord, we bless your name and we worship you. Thank you for the healings. Thank you for the blessings. Blessed be your holy name. Even tonight, Lord, as we have had all these testimonies, every one of us sitting here expecting something from you, Lord, none of us will be disappointed because you are faithful and your name will be glorified. Thank you for hearing our prayers. In Jesus' name we pray. We will uh, take a song. Uh, the other one. I think some of us may know this song. How many of us know it? Okay, quite a few of us. It's good. Oh, what a wonderful, wonderful day, day I will never forget. After I've wandered in darkness away, Jesus, my Savior, I met. Oh, what a tender, compassionate friend. He met the need of my heart. Shadows is falling with joy. I am dead in the middle of the darkness. Depart. Heaven came down and glory filled my soul. Filled my soul. When I black cross. My Savior will be home. My sins were washed away. And my night was turned to day. Heaven came down and glory filled my soul. 
Born of the Spirit with life from above Into God's family's divine Justified fully through Calvary's law Oh, what a star in his mind And the transaction so quickly was made when I just said I got to come to how far of Tracy is proper, he saved me, oh Tracy, yeah, it is. Heaven came down and glorified my soul. When I got cross, the Savior made me whole My sins were washed away And my night was turned to day Heaven came down and glory to my soul Now I have hoped we surely endure After the passing of time I have a future in heaven for me There is no nations of life And it's because of the wonderful day when I'm across, I believe Riches inside and I'm blessed to imagine From His precious heart I receive Heaven can die and glory be my soul When I'm across the Savior made me whole. My was a Father, we thank you because you are the God that is able to bring heaven into our souls. Lord, many people are waiting for when they will die to experience heaven. But Lord, as we have sung, we can experience it tonight. And so, Lord, we pray you will come down and visit us. Lord, let your Spirit fill us with all that heaven has, that we may from this night, O God, never depart from your presence, but have the fullness of joy until we see you face to face. Let that be our portion tonight, and let your name be glorified. Jesus' name we pray. Let's be seated.
before we pray tonight, we'll be looking at an exhortation which I titled, Is It Well With Your Soul? Usually, if I will ask you, is it well with your body, you will quickly look around your body and feel here and there and see if there is any pain. And when there is no pain, you can't feel any pain anywhere, you say, of course it is well with my body. But it's exactly the same thing with the soul. When there is that joy, unspeakable joy in our soul, it is the signal that it is well. It is well. Praise the Lord. In Psalm 16, verse 11, the Bible says there, Thou wilt show me the path of life. In thy presence is fullness of joy. At thy right hand there are pleasures for a short time. <laughs> Forevermore. This verse that we have read contains the plan of God for man. And the pursuit of man. So here we see God's plan, man's pursuit. God being a good God created man to have the fullness of joy forever in his presence. That is the plan of God. And what we read here is that God has left that plan as a desire in every human being. So, every single human being that comes to this world has as his uttermost desire to have the fullness of joy and to live forever. And the reason is, the original plan of God God has not taken it away from the spirit of man because he uses it as the indicator, the direction to bring man back to him. That's why the verse starts with, Thou will show me what? The path of life. The desire for the fullness of joy and for life everlasting that you have is like an indicator to lead you to God. And so when we say people are lost, you know, religiously, we say that. What does it really mean? It simply means this, that as human beings, we have a perfect picture of where our home should be. Where is our home? A place where there is fullness of joy and we will live forever. Every human being has that clear picture of his home. This is where he wants to be. This is where he will be at rest. So it's like you have a picture of your home. And then you are going around looking for where that home is. And you cannot find it. 
So that is why we say men are lost. Do you understand what it means to be lost? It means that that perfect place or picture you have in your mind, that you cannot find a place where you can have such an experience, implies that you are what? Lost. And so, when we see men searching in various ways to arrive at that place, Without success, then we say they are lost. But how is it so difficult to find the place, the true path? How is it so difficult? The Bible says it is hidden. So the kingdom of God is like what? A hidden treasure. Did we know that? It's hidden. Why is it hidden? It's hidden for many reasons. But the ones that our eyes see, they are like fake promises of this home that we are looking for. And the Bible calls them deceitfulness of riches, deceitfulness of sin. Two things, isn't it? Because as we are sitting like this, let me tell you one thing. There are many people thinking, if only I have all the money in the world, I will have the fullness of joy. Am I correct? We have to be very practical here. But the reality is, that is a deceit. So, you begin to labor looking for it. And that's why in Isaiah chapter 55, I read verse 2. Wherefore do you spend money for that which is not bread, and your labor for that which satisfieth not? Hearken diligently unto me, and eat ye that which is good. And let your soul delight itself in fatness. Men struggle. Struggle. Say, if only I can have this, I will have that, I have that, I have that. Maybe I will have some peace. Maybe I have some joy. But the Bible calls them deceitful. Why? Because the more of any of these things you have, the more you realize that unless you have more, you will still not be satisfied. So that is a road that appears to be leading home and it is a fake road. It's a mirage. Another one is sin. Do you know some people, they think that sin gives them some little pleasure. Am I correct? Yes. There are many people. Why do people commit sin? Is it not because they want pleasure? We are very religious in this place. It's as if we have never done anything. <laughs> let's be very practical now. Well, before you were born again, let's put it this way. That is uh, before. And then we are, we'll be happier with that. <laughs> the things we did, we thought they brought us pleasure. Am I not correct? That is the truth. In fact, let me tell you, a man that is a drunkard or a smoker, 
If any bad news comes to him, what's the first thing he will do? <laughs> Why do you think he wants to do that? He thinks that that is the land of peace and joy, isn't it? He thinks you, in fact, some people, they will drink until they drink themselves out. And they think they have the fullness of... <laughs> they have the fullness of alcohol. <laughs> but, but do you know any of these things? They have a deceit, a deceitful enticement that they can bring you joy. But after it, what happens? You feel miserable, you feel defeated, you feel condemned, and not only that, you find you are in bondage. Why? Because maybe one shot of alcohol that you took yesterday, Tomorrow, if you want to still become high, do you know what? That shot will not be enough. Uh, some of us are, have never done this. <laughs> no. It is so for every single sin. Every single sin. Whether it's lying. Do you know if you tell a lie now to cover up yourself, you feel a little relieved. You say, I'm alright. Isn't it? You think you have some comfort or pleasure out of it. But do you know immediately after that, the thought that will come to you is, eh, I hope nobody will find out. It begins to haunt you. I hope nobody will find out. And because you don't want anybody to find out, you are now under pressure to tell more lies. Every single sin, immediately you succumb to it, has only one target, to keep you in bondage and to destroy you. The Bible says it leads to death. And the most amazing thing is most people think, say, if you say I should be born again, that means I should not smoke, I should not drink, I should not look for opposite sex, commit immorality, I should not steal, I should not do anything. Where will I get joy? You know some people say that. Some people say that. But do you know that is what the Bible calls the deceitfulness of sin. The deceitfulness of what? In Hebrews chapter 1. In Hebrews chapter 1, I just read verse 9. The greatest deceit on this planet, and what makes the kingdom of God to be hidden, is this thing. In verse 9, Thou hast loved righteousness and hated iniquity. Therefore God, even thy God, has anointed thee with the oil of gladness above thy fellows. If only men knew that coming to God and obeying Him will bring the fullness of joy, do you know that there will be no sinner left on earth? Am I correct? There will be no sinner left. And so, this is the truth. That indeed when we come to God, all the fake joy and the fake pleasure, we are able to release them because we have found a better thing. Are you following me? Because all the disobedience has only one consequence. 
lack of peace. The very peace you are looking for, whenever you disobey God, what happens? You lose that, you lose more and more of that peace. Because the Bible says, there is no peace for the, absolutely. And why is that so? Indeed, taking away peace is the cane that God has in his hand. You know the cane that God has in his hand? When you sin against him, he removes peace from you. That's cane. That's more painful than a ordinary cane. Because he said the wicked are tossed up and down, to and fro. There's no peace for them. And you can be sure of that. But man is blind to this, and that's why the Bible says, the kingdom of God is a hid what? Treasure. And we're reading in Matthew chapter 13, where that verse is coming from. In verse 44. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like unto a treasure hid in a field. The which when a man has found, he does what? He hideth, and for joy thereof goeth and selleth all that he has, and buyeth that field. What I want to say this evening, if it's the only thing we will hear tonight, is this. You cannot throw away something unless you have a better thing. Do we agree with that? This man, he found a, a treasure. And the Bible says this treasure he found brought him so much joy that he was willing to do what? To sell everything else he had. What does that mean? He found the kingdom of what is the kingdom of God in Romans 14, 17? What is the kingdom of God? The Bible says, For the kingdom of God is not meat and... But what? Righteousness. And what? Peace. And what? When we come to Jesus... He gives us His righteousness. He gives us the Holy Ghost. What does He give us? Peace and joy unspeakable. Once you have found that joy, fullness of joy, will you be tempted to go and uh, smoke or drink alcohol or find pleasure in sin? No. Many times, we, we say that God gives us the grace to overcome sin. But I want to tell you, if we do not have the joy of the Lord and the joy of the Holy Ghost in us, you will not be able to overcome. Do you hear what I'm saying? Uh, let me give you a simple example. If you are full of uh, joy, you are so happy, if uh, a brother offends you, will you forgive or you will not forgive? 
Are we together? You won't even remember that. He said, brother, did you, did you offend me? I didn't take notice. Why? You were full of joy. If you are full of joy, the commandment of God becomes what? Easy. The reason for most of our defeat is the absence of the absence of joy and peace is the central reason for our defeat. And not only that, for our not evangelizing this world. Let me tell you, if you have this fullness of joy, and the people in your office, they are seeing the joy bubbling, don't you think they will want it? Don't you think they will want it? In fact, they will be the one to ask you to preach to them and you have not broken any law. If somebody asks you a question, you can answer, isn't it? But if, if we don't have that fullness of joy, not only will we not have victory, we cannot evangelize. And so what is the plan of God? When the Bible says the kingdom of God is peace, joy, in the Holy Ghost, what that means is God has not promised us in this life a trouble-free life. How many of us know that? Jesus said, in this world you will have tribulation. But in me you will have what? You will have peace. And Jesus told them, the kind of peace I give you is not as the world because the world, their own peace depends on no problem. Are you following me? The peace of the world depends on no problem. But the peace of Jesus is a totally different thing. In John chapter 16, verse 22. And ye now therefore have sorrow, but I will see you again, and your heart shall rejoice. He's talking before the resurrection. After his resurrection, their heart shall do what? And your joy. Many people can take it from you. Many things can take it from you. He said, the joy that I will give you, no man and no situation can do what? How many of us believe that? Well, if I ask some of us now, why are you not happy? Why are you not full of that joy? You will say, brother, it's because of this problem, because of that problem. If only God will take this away, or if this will happen, this condition will change, then I will have the fullness of joy. Is that what Jesus is saying? Is that what Jesus is saying? In Psalm 119, verse 165. Great peace have they which love thy love, and many things shall offend them. Nothing shall offend them. Do you see it there? That means 
<laughs> you may be inside the fire of Nebuchadnezzar, you will be singing and dancing. <laughs> Do we believe it's possible? Well, God demonstrated it physically anyway. He said, when you walk through the fire, what will happen? It shall not burn you. Isaiah chapter 43, verse 2. And he demonstrated it with three people, not one person, three people inside the fire, and they were not there. In Second Corinthians chapter 7, verse 4, we read there, Great is my boldness of speech towards you, great is my glorying of you. I am filled with comfort. I am what? Exceeding joyful in what? In all my tribulations. Can you see it there? This, this apostle is saying, I am what? Exceeding joyful in what? In all tribulations. So if, you see, the enemy is very crafty. He will tell you that it's this problem that is making you not to have joy. It's the other problem that is making you, in fact, is in fact, this person in your office? Is this other one? My brother, the truth is this. If the Holy Ghost is in you, you will have the fullness of joy. There is no, nothing that can take that joy away. The absence of that joy is an indication that he is not there. Where he is, is the fullness of joy. And we need to understand this. It's so important that our not having joy is not because of the troubles of this life. That's why Paul said, nay, in all these things, we are more than conquerors. That means whether there is famine, whether there is tribulation, whether there is sword, nothing takes away his joy. In fact, if you look at First uh, Peter, if I read from verse we are in you greatly rejoice though now for a season if need be you are in heaviness through manifold temptations that the trial of your faith being much more precious than of gold that perisheth though it be tried with fire might be found unto the praise and glory and honor at the appearing of Jesus whom having not seen you love in whom though now you see him not, yet what? Believing, you rejoice. With what? Joy unspeakable and full of glory. These brethren, we are going through a terrible time. Terrible temptations and trials. And what did they have? What did they have in the midst of it? They had joy. I will give you, uh, tell you a story of, uh, have we heard of Fanny Crosby? 
one of the greatest uh, hymn writers, Christian hymn writers. Do you know what happened to her? She was blind. When she was a baby, she had an eye infection. And I think the doctor working on, on, on it either made a mistake or whatever, but she became blind as a child. But do you know what? It's written of her that at the age of eight, she said, Oh, what a happy child I am, even though I do not see. She was full of joy. When you sing Blessed Assurance, that's the writer. When you sing Pass Me Not, that's the writer. Savior more than life to me, that's the writer. And she said, if I had a choice, I will still choose to remain blind. For when I die, the first person I will see will be my Savior. She was full of joy. Completely blind. What about the man that wrote, Is it well? Where we got the title of this evening. Lost all his daughters, four daughters in a shipwreck. Only the wife was saved. And when she was passing by, where that accident happened, that's when the Holy Ghost inspired him to write, It is well with my soul. Brethren, the fact that we do not have the fullness of joy is a more important thing than any other thing. It's more important because it's pointing to something that the Holy Ghost is missing. You know David, he was a king, isn't it? When he committed sin and he was repenting, who knows what was uppermost in his mind? The joy. He knew the joy. He knew the joy. He was not asking God, preserve this kingdom. Don't, don't flush me out as you flush David, uh, Saul. You know, keep, keep. He was not bothered about the kingdom. What was he bothered about? Take not your Holy Spirit from me. Restore unto me joy of your salvation. The signal that it is not well with our soul is the lack of the fullness of joy. And why is it hidden? Why does the Bible say this kingdom that has the fullness of joy? Because the people in that kingdom, they are not waiting to become citizens of heaven. They are already what? Do we know that? In Philippians chapter 3, verse 20. For our conversation is where? For our Philippians chapter 3, verse 20. Are we there? For our conversation, our citizenship is where? From whence also we look for the Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. Jesus is the end of searching for fullness of joy and life forevermore. That's what the Bible is saying. 
When you come to Jesus, he gives you a joy that nothing in your life could ever give you. Absolutely nothing. And the second reason why it is hidden is that it's free of charge. You know, man wants to work for anything he gets. If it's money, you want to work for it. But now it's free. So it, it becomes hidden. You are not expecting such a great thing like we are sitting this evening now. And I'm bringing this message to you. The purpose of God is that you will not leave this room without the fullness of joy. That if you go out with the fullness of joy, that will become the reason and the basis for all your victory. But you say, how will it happen? I have not come here for fullness of joy. I have come here for, to heal my sickness. I have come here so that uh, I will get promotion. I'll come. <laughs> but you, you don't know one thing. <laughs> that all those things <laughs> cannot give you fullness of joy. They cannot. What will give you the fullness of joy is the Holy Ghost. And it's free of charge. You don't have to do anything this evening to receive it. If only you will hearken to his voice and say, God, I have lost it. Like David. Say, I'm, I'm calling myself a believer, but I don't have any joy in me. How can the God of heaven be inside me and there is no joy? I don't want to deceive myself this night. Ah, so well, but I, I have been a Christian for a long time. I cannot uh, go and say that uh, I, I don't have Holy Ghost. My brother, if you have Holy Ghost, you have the fullness of joy. This is very important tonight. Don't let anything allow you leave this room, this hall, without repenting. Because that is what is going to bring it. In Acts chapter 2. Verse 38. Then Peter said unto them, Repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus for the remission of sins. And you shall receive what? The gift of the Holy Ghost. And in... Uh, Chapter 3, verse 19. You see the same thing. Repent ye therefore, and be converted, that your sins may be what? Blotted out. When the times of refreshing shall come from the presence of the Lord. Those two verses are saying the same thing. The Holy Ghost that will be given to you will bring what? Refreshing to your life. It will bring the fullness of joy to your life. If you say, well... Uh, I'm a Christian, I, I don't have to repent tonight. And you go home. You know what the devil will still do? The devil will still come and tell you, say, when you had opportunity to receive fullness of joy, you, you, you gave it up. So now we are together. That's not a good companion. Are you following me? You will begin to live a life of regret. So, I, I should have just uh, come forward. And receive this gift free of charge. Whether people are going to laugh at me, they are not going to laugh at me. The Bible says, weeping may endure for what? But what happens? Joy comes. Yes. When you make up your mind, say bye bye. Sin, you cannot deceive me anymore. You are fake. You are a deceiver. You just want to destroy me. You don't have the true peace, the true joy. 
Now I have seen the place where the true joy is. The place of repentance and righteousness. It's as simple as that. So two reasons why the kingdom of God is hidden is that you are not expecting it there. Because where you are expecting it is the little joy you are getting from whatever you are doing now. You say, how can I release this? What you are telling me is to lose everything. No. That joy you are getting from whatever you are doing is what? Fake. And it will destroy you. God wants to replace it with what? The true joy that no man, no situation, no condition can take away from you. So you will be able to see that he has given you joy that none can take away. You may be going through difficulties, my brother, but that is not the problem. It is not the difficulty that is the problem. It is the Holy Ghost. Everybody say it is the Holy Ghost. It is the Holy Ghost. If the Holy Ghost, the Comforter, the Great Comforter is there with you, you cannot be depressed. You cannot be sad and sorrowful. And tonight, we want to come before God to receive this gift. And so this is a special night. We are not going to pray for many problems. We are just going to ask as many as want to make their ways right with God. To come forward here in repentance and total dedication to God. So that when they go back out, it will be a different thing. And if you say, well, maybe this is not my night. I came only for this other reason, but they are not calling that out. Brother, don't let the enemy cheat you tonight. And so we are going to just make this call. It's an altar call. You're coming before the God of heaven and earth. You're not coming before man. You just rise up from your seat as we rise now. Let's just rise up on our feet. And as many as want to give their lives completely to God. It is time for you to come forward. You can begin to come forward now. Just come forward. Tell the Lord. Say, God, I'm coming. You are a merciful God. I don't want to leave this place without the fullness of joy. And I know that the enemy will want to cheat me, so I'm coming. Are you there? Are you coming forward this evening? Are you coming to receive the gift of salvation, the gift of the Holy Ghost, the one that will give you victory when the pastors are not there, when nobody is there and you have victory. Are you coming forward? This is your night. So let us begin to come, as many as want to receive the gift of the Holy Ghost, the salvation that is in Jesus Christ. Just confess your sin, just tell him you are sorry. Are you there? We are waiting for you. As we take our other song in the background, you can come forward, come forward, tell the Lord you are sorry for whatever you have done. You want to dedicate your life afresh because of the mercy that flowed through the blood of Jesus on Calvary that he will forgive you. I want uh, pastors and elders to come to pray with uh, the people. Just pray with them and dedicate them into God's hands.
change in my life after all. Since Jesus came into my heart, I have lied in my soul for which long time I saw. Since Jesus came into my heart, since Jesus came into my heart, since Jesus came into In my 
How many of us have received joy tonight? I've got joy like a river. I got joy like a river. I've got joy like a river in my soul. I've got joy like a river. I got joy like a river. I've got joy like a river in my soul. Amen. Father, we want to thank you because you are the giver of joy. And Lord, the joy that you give, none and nothing can take away. And so, Lord, as we have received your joy tonight, Lord, we are praying that everything that has attempted, Father, to take away this joy, Father, I pray, from tonight that will totally fail. In the name of Jesus Christ. Lord, where your presence is, there is liberty. And so, Lord, the presence of the Holy Ghost in our lives, Father, I pray, let it destroy every yoke of bondage, every form of depression, every form of oppression, everything, oh God, that is a, an infirmity in our bodies. Father, I pray, let the presence of the Holy Ghost Vanish them out of our lives in the name of Jesus Christ. Lord, I pray tonight that the fullness of your power, Lord, will rest upon your people from tonight forward. That, Lord, the radiation of joy from their faces, Father, will be a testimony that will bring many into your kingdom in this land in the name of Jesus Christ. Blessed be your holy name. We thank you because we know you have heard us. In Jesus' name we pray. Let's share the grace. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now and forevermore. Amen.